Welcome to Live Daf, your online Daf Yomi Shir. Shalom Aleichem, welcome back to today's Daf Yemi, which is Chagigot Daf Vav. We are holding on the bottom line of Hayam and Vez. Ezehu Katan, Kol She'eno Yochel, Lerkoiv Al Ksef of Shalavav. According to Beis Shammai, what is, the, what is the minimum age requirement pertaining to a Katan's Chiyuv obligation? At what point is he meant to partake, with his father of course, in going up to the Beis HaMikdash to be Mekai Mitzvah's Re'iyah on Yom Tov? The minimum is, if you can take a ride on his father's shoulder, but younger than that doesn't qualify. According to Beis Hillel, that's not enough. He needs to be able to actually walk up by foot, at least by holding on to his father's hands. But younger than that, even if he's in Yerushalayim, he does not have to partake in mitzvahs al-Layla regal. He doesn't have to appear in the Azara with his father. Asks the Gemara on Beis Hillel's Shita. So, he's in Yerushalayim, but only if he can actually walk with his father. But if he cannot do that, he doesn't have to join his father. Mask if asks Rabbi Zera. How did he get to Yerushalayim? The words are swimming. The mother stayed behind because she's not chayiv in Alila Regal. Nashim not chayiv in Mitzvah as we had in the Mishnah. So she's back home in the other town. This child is in Yerushalayim. Otherwise, there's no point in discussing it. How did he get here? Apparently, he let go of his mother. Oh. Apparently he's old enough to do that. Rashi says, once he's old enough to do that, to live without his mother for a couple of days, apparently he's old enough to walk as well by holding onto his father's hands. So Basil say the minimum requirement is being able to walk with his father. But if he cannot do that, even though he's Yerushalayim, he can't do that. He's Potter. The fact that he's in Yerushalayim with his mother indicates that he's old enough to be able to do that. It goes hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Amalei Abaye. Abaye responds, I'll tell you how he got to Yerushalayim. His mother happened to come along. Keep in mind, all the women are pata from Re'iyah, but not from Simcha. They must join their families, celebrate together on Yom Tov. If the... Uh, the men's folk on Yushalayim, they join along. So she came along with them. That's how the kid ended up in Yushalayim. Oh, now the question is, does he have to go with his father up to, Haraba- to Harabais? Oh, well, that depends uh, if, whether he can uh, walk with his father or not. So of course he didn't abandon his mother. His mother's right here. And perhaps he's too young to actually walk with his father. And that's why he's potter. Point. Meaning until Yerushalayim, his mother came along because she's chayv and simcha. I see, say. So she brought him with him, with her. She came along. I see, say, ime. Mekan ve'elach, but past this point, meaning from Yerushalayim to Rabbais. If he has the ability to walk by foot with his father to the Harabais, he must partake in Mitzvah but otherwise Pater. So Kasha was, because we had assumed that 
his mother wasn't present. Apparently he's mature enough to leave his mother for a while. Usually that indicates that he has the ability to walk. He's old enough for that too. No, his mother's right here. He's a little toddler, a little baby. He cannot even walk yet. And that's why he's pata from mitzvah sri. According to Beishamai, it's not Tully in walking with his father. Even at a lesser age, at a young, younger age, he's already to join his father. What is that point? We just mentioned a minute ago. The criterion is piggyback right. If you can hitch a ride with his father, then he must come along. So Rebbe came along and supported Beishilal's approach and challenged Nesta Kasha on Beishan. He telling me that as long as he can hitch a ride with his father, he's Chayef. What about Chana with her son Shmuel? Young baby Shmuel. The Chana also. She didn't come to the base of Migdash on Yom Tov. Ki Omer Isha. She tells her husband, Elkana, Adi Gomel Hanar. I'll wait until the toddler gets to the point of Yigomel, which is the point of 24 months when he stops nursing. And then, only then, I'll bring him along. Next time I'll bring him along. And once he's at 24 months, once he's even less than 24 months, as she says, past one years old, can already hitch a ride with his father. Once he's past one years old, he can sit on his father's shoulders. So why didn't he, she bring him? This is a Rebbe's father responded. You're asking a kasha beishamai. Why didn't Chana bring Shmuel? What about Chana herself? Well, it's tamech according to your approach. Take shilach Chana gufa. You can ask a kasha on Chana herself. Milay mechave b'simcha. Isn't an isha meant to join her husband on Yom Tov to participate in simcha seregel? So what happened to her? He's underage. What about her? Hello. There must have been a special reason, a special concern for Shmuel's health, Shmuel's physical or emotional health. He wasn't up to traveling at this young tender age. Elachana mifan kusa yisei rasa. She noticed this extra finickiness, this tenderness. Chazi be bishmol and her youngster Shmuel. Vechashabe she was concerned bishmol on account of Shmuel the chosha de urcha to exhaust him by taking him on this on this road trip. She figured it's not going to be beneficial for him. Therefore she stayed home. She stayed home. I didn't send him. She stayed home and didn't bring herself either. There's an exception. There's an exception to the rule. But typically, perhaps, even a little baby who can actually hitch a rod on his father's shoulders is meant to join his father in Ali Regal. Rashi in the third line says, Mechaiva Basimcha. An Isha has of Simcha, but that actually brings about an interesting thing. And therefore, she has to come to Regal. She has to come to Yushalayim. Lalis to Regal Vilsmeich Bechagim Bala. Dala Simcha Nutstaibunashim Dixiva Samacht Atabesech. Technically, she doesn't have to join her husband in Yerushalayim. There's no chiva lila regal or ri'ia. But the simcha, the celebratory requirement, that obligates her to come to Yerushalayim to join her family. So by default, she's there. But in this case, out of concern for Shmuel's health, she stayed home. Bayi Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon, an interesting shayla. What's the point of being a Hanukkah child? To train him for the future, right? So what about a cotton chiger l'diver According to Veshamay, the criterion is piggyback ride with the father. Let's say the cotton is a chiger. He limps. He can't walk properly. Had he have been an adult, 
is potter from Ryu. But in this case, he can hitch a ride with his father. And if that's the criteria, that's the qualifying factor, perhaps he should join his father. Or, or in a similar case, Vesuma, a blind child, a blind toddler, what about a blind baby? According to either sheet, the Beshama Obesil, meaning if he's a Chigar, can't walk properly, do Beshama require hitching a ride with his father or not? But according to Obesil, there's no question that he's potted because according to them, what was the defining criterion walking along with his father? This kid can't do that. There's no shadow according to Beisil, he's not Chayyab. But in the next case, a summa, that question applies to both, meaning the defining criterion, according to Basil, hold on to your father's hand and walk up with him. Even a blind kid can do that. He can't walk on his own, but with his father he can. And since he's going to do it in that manner, should we apply chenich in this case? Let's analyze the shah. Exactly what's going on. A child who's limping and is not expected to get healthy again. A blind kid who's not going to not going to see again. It's a permanent condition. Of course he's Pater. Look, if he would have been an adult which, which who has a Chiv Dei Raisa of Ria. Is a Chigar or Summa Chayev? Of course not. Cotton, boy. Is there any need to speak about a cotton being Pater? Even if he's an adult, he's Pater. Of course, he's only a cotton who will be Pater as well. That wasn't the question. Litzrich apparently was speaking Bechiger, he's limping, but it's a temporary condition. Sheyachal is Pashat. Vesuma, blind kid, but it's a temporary blindness. Sheyachal is Patech. My, that's the question. Eventually, when he turns adult, let's hope Ezra Hashem will be up to it. But currently speaking, he's lacking the basic uh, qualifications, basic requirements. Vuchivriya. A Chiger or Summa is Pater, but. You see, the concern, the interest that we have here is not on account of its of its present situation. We're trying to train, train him for the future. So perhaps even this type of cotton should join his father. My, so what, what's the conclusion? What's the halach? The answer is no. Whenever we have a situation where if this fellow would be an adult, he would be chayv in then cotton nami mechanchim mechayv even when he's a cotton, to train him for the future. But in this case, where he's limping, he's blind. Even if he would have been an adult, an adult in this condition is potter. If he would have been a gadol, he would have been potter. Potter follows the same rules. There's no chiyav chinuch in this type of situation. So the chiddush, because although he should be training for the future when he will be an adult and healthy, but since in this current scenario, in this current circumstance, there is no din of alil regal, period. So we're not going to apply that to a cut. So we bring karbanas on yamtiv. We spoke about oilas riyah, which is a carbon oila, on account of visiting Hashem. Be a good guest. Bring along a gift. That's a oilas ri'ya. We have shami chagiga, a shlamim, which is also brought on yamtiv. How much are they meant to cost? When I tell you, there's no shear. It's going to see Be'ez Hashem tomorrow. However, when the Rabbanan, there's a minimum shear. What is that shear? Achleikas. 
oil is meant to cost two kesef, and a chagiga only one. According to Beisilal, the other way around. Chagiga is meant to cost two ma'ayis, two coins, and a oil is only one. So Beisilal seemed to place more important on the more importance on the oil, whereas Beisilal on the shlom. They will explain the, the background of this machlek. It's turn it up on it. We're going to turn You know why? Re'iyah stands higher. I'll bring several rays. Two rays. Sh'ri'iyah o'ilah l'kula l'gavoyah. O'ilah sh'ri'iyah goes straight to the Mizbeach and stays up there. It's completely gifted to Hashem. Mashiachim Chagiga. Chagiga, which is a shlamim, ends up, at least partially, in the hands of the owner. He eats the basar. So an o'ilah stands higher and should cost you more. V'oid, another riot, Matzinu Batzeres. We find... By Karbanis of Shvois. Shiriba ben Akosov ba'ilois yoiser mi b'shlamim. If you take a look at the list of Karbanis on Shvois, there are more oilois than shlamim. Apparently, oilois stand more prominent and should be more valuable than the shlamim. Ube selilaimim haria ma'akasif v'chagiga shtei kasif. Quite the opposite. Chagiga shlamim should be two kasif, double the price of the oil. Chagiga. Stands higher than oil. Now bring two rights. Shechagigo yeshna lefnei adib. Take a look at the psukim by Matan Torah. We find that they brought oilois and they brought shlamim. I'm not sure what they are. There was uh, some celebration because of the Matan Torah coming up in a day or two. So on account of that occasion, they brought oilois, they brought shlamim. Says Beisilo. We find the concept of Chagiga before Matan Torah. Rashi Ahmed Beis says the uh, Karbanas that they brought at that time were considered a key of fulfillment of the Pasuk in Shmois Heva Yechayguli Bamidbar. Mentioned in Mitzrayim. Maybe Yechayguli Bamidbar. I'll celebrate for me in the middle. So that was the celebration for Matan Torah, which involved Shlomims. Before Matan Torah, that's a it's an added factor that we find by Shlomim and not found by Oilus. That's number one. We don't find Oilus before Matan Torah. Another advantage in Chagiga, Matzino ben Nassim. If you take a close look at the Pasha of Nassim, Pasha's Nasa, where they brought the Karbonus Chalunukas on his back, we find <coughs> that there are more Shlomims than Oilus. Shiriba ben Akosa b'shlamim yosim ba'olos. So here we go. Apparently, Chagiga it is at an advantage over Oila, and therefore Chagiga is meant to be more valuable. Ube silo my time alay amrak b'shamit. Now go figure why one didn't like the other's position. B'shamit Hillel didn't agree with b'shamai. Why? One by one. The ka'amras riyah adifa. He telling me riyahs. More important, the oil, the oil, the oil, because it's completely brought them as beach. So the reason Adifa, the oil, the oil, and the rabbis, the rabbis, the chagi, Adifa, I maintain that Shlam is better. This Bashte Achilles provides two Achilles. As she says, Ms. Beach, part of it goes in the Ms. Beach, the other part is consumed by the owner, by the Kayan, by them. It's a double pronged carbon, it has two elements. So I think that's more important. With the Kamras nail from Atzeris. Number two, you brought a rye from Shuiz. 
On Yom Tov Amatzerus, we bring more oilers than Shlomim. Well, it's not a comparison. Don and Korban Yocht. We're going to derive the halacha pertaining to a personal carbon. Oilas yeah. is a personal carbon, funded privately. We were going to draw that from the carbon from another example of a personal carbon, i.e. Nesim. Vein done in carbon yachad, carbon as opposed to learning from the public carbonists, the communal carbonists of Shavuos. I'll bring me right from there to a private carbon. Okay, so now we understand why Beishilal didn't follow Beishamai. What about Beishamai following Beishilal? Why don't they agree with their arguments? Let's take it apart one by one. Firstly, the commerce you say Chagiga Adifa. Why is Chagiga better? Because it is to be found before Matan Torah as well. Well, guess what? Riyonami. We find that Ilas Riyah was also present before Matan Torah. Pasuk says they brought Ilas. And why they bring the Ilas? So Rashi brings the Pasuk on account of them being Zechat Hashem's presence. That's a sort of an Ilas Riyah, same, same concept. So we maintain, we maintain that the Ilas brought at that point were also Ilas Riyah. So both Kabaras, Chagiga and Eulah, were brought before the Matan Torah. So there's no advantage to Chagiga over Ria. What is Basil going to do with this argument? We'll see in a minute. They hold that it wasn't Eulah's Ria. But that's why we didn't follow your sheet. We didn't consider Chagiga to be ahead of Ria because Ria is also Lifnei Adibra. Number two, the Ka'amras, Neilaf, Nesim, you maintain that we should go to Nesim and take a look at their Kabanas, who we find more Shlom in the Eulahs. That's not a comparison. Done in Dover Hanoi Gladiris because we went to learn, went to apply halacha involving a, a carbon for all time, for generations to come. We went to learn from what? Something that's similar to it. Medover Hanoi Gladiris from Another type of carbon, which applies all throughout the diaries, i.e., carbonus of Atzeres, as opposed to Nassim, which was a one-time event. You cannot learn from the early diaries. Vein done and davar rather than learning Allah for something which is pertaining to all time, me from something else, Nassim, it doesn't apply for all time, it's a one-time event. Okay, so we figured out why each respective shita adopted their approach, and why each one didn't hold the other one. One more kasha remaining, what we mentioned. Basil, it's a bit difficult. Basil tell us that Shlomim, Shlomim Chagigah, stands higher because we find it before Matan Torah. as well. Happened right then. They were Oilis. Not only was Chagigah before Dibur, so was Oilis. Here comes a fundamental machlekes. Two days before Matan What was that? What was it all about? Was it to celebrate that special occasion of Matan Hashuas Hashchina? It's sort of like paying a visit to the base of Migdash on Yamtiv, being in the presence of Hashem. That's Beisham Eshitah. It was another form of Oilas Riyah. 
Base Hillel disagree. It wasn't Eilas Ria, it was Eilas Tamid. At that point, they started practicing Karban Tamid every day. Nothing to do with Ria. Chagiga was before Deba, but not Ria. No, it was another form, another version of Oilas Riyah. Here comes an interesting list. Amar Baye. We're going to line it up. There are three on this side and three opinions on the other side. Beshamai, that's number one. Rabbi Lezer, number two. Rabbi Shmuel, all three hold. Kulu, Sviruluhu, Oilas Shekrivu Yisrova Midbar was what? Oilas Riyah. On the other side of the spectrum you have Ube Silo. Rabbi Kiva, basically the three on the other side, the hold. And it wasn't the Eilas Riyah, it was a Tamid. Let's go down the list and prove that they in fact hold of these respective Shittas. Beishamai, Hadamar, we've just shown that Beishamai holds that the Eilas Yisroba Midbar was another form of Eilas Riyah. What about Rishmo? In Sinai, we only had general uh, description, the general presentation of the mitzvah satira, but not necessarily the details were given at that point. So it's Rashi, eight lines from the bottom. You find many, many concepts, many mitzvahs. We're given just cut and dry, very uh, short to the point. On Har Sinai, Shlom is partial called Sarchan, without much detail. And Hashem conveyed the details to much later on after the Mishkan was erected. You don't find all the details of Karbanis by Har Sinai. You just find one brief pasuk. All the halachas. Matan Dmeyan, have Shaitan Venitukhan, you don't have the description of the Matan Damad Mizbeya, how to flay the Kurbanas, how to chop them up. Bakrabasiburan Shashlam and the Khalavim of the Shlam on the Mizbah. You don't find all those details. So Khalis were given Bisinai. That's the Gmaramid base. Upratis Bailmaid. Further details were conveyed later on Ilmaid. Let's go to Rashi again. Upratis Bailmaid. Shahokama Mishkan. Vadibir Imay Malaka Mialha Kapiris. Sham Pirish Leakos. Once the El Moed was up and going, Hashem added more details. Gave more the details of the carbons. So this is who speaking? Rabbi Shmuel. In generalities, we had them by our Sinai. But the details were given later. Continues the Gemara. Rabbi Kiva Omer, he disagrees. Everything was there at the point of Har Sinai as well. Kalolois, Uprotes, Nemur Sinai, generalities, details, all given at the same point by Matan Torah, but then reviewed later on. Vinishnu Boil Moed, and again reviewed for a third time. Vinishtalshum, Ba'arvis Moyav, when they were standing on the other side of the yard, in there it's Moyav, that's where Moshe Rabbeinu conveyed it to them in great detail. This was the third time around. First by Har Sinai, then Hashem gave him details again in the Oil Mayad and then it was reviewed by Arva Ismayev where Moshe Rabbeinu gave Yisrael all the details. So that's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Now let's go back to Rishma who says only Klolis general concepts were conveyed at Har Sinai. 
Oilas Tamid Havoi, if you're going to tell me that the Oila, um, which was brought by Har Sinai, was not an Oilas Riyah. Rather, it was an Oilas Tamid. Oilas Tamid has lots of halachis. Right? It is to be shechted, hefshet, flayed, skin, nituach, chopped into sections. If that's the case, they didn't know those details at that point. Miyika, midi, kind of bees that it's something to me, currently, boy, hefshet, can you suggest to me that this was a, a situation where they bring in a tamid, and an incomplete tamid, the currently, boy, hefshet, venituach, that the first time around, they would bring it without. It wouldn't need, it wouldn't require all those processes, all those details discussed later, was not applicable at that point, and only later would that process apply. The, the carbon sort of changes. Later on, after Hashem conveyed all those details in parts of Ikra, those requirements were added to the Talmud process. Does that make sense? It's the same carbon. How can we bring it one day in one manner and in different manner the next day. Tesis points out that apparently the Gemara understands that even though it was before Matan Torah, but it would have the same guidelines. It should be the same concept as um, as the Tomit from later on, meaning they already knew how to bring the Tomit. They're meant to know how to bring the Tomit if indeed it's the same Tomit. But how can it be that discrepancy in the process? Again, according to Bishmol, at the Har Sinai we had the Kalolis. But details were given later on. Details such as Hefshet Venetuach came much later. So how can you say? How can you suggest that the carbon right here by Har Sinai was a carbon Tumid, but they haven't yet figured out how to make the carbon Tumid. So we're going to do it in an incomplete manner now and do it better later on? That doesn't, that doesn't work. So it must be that it was an Oilas They brought it on account of the special occasion, upcoming Matan Torah, and as Thesis points out, you know, Oilas perhaps is different. We don't find half shit in the, uh, ever discussed openly by the Oilas And perhaps that explains why it would work even without the half shit. Rashi. Rashi says, Me'alemi They brought on their own. Some of Farshim learned that it's it's not the standard Oilas In fact, it wasn't a Yamtiv. It was on account of a similar occasion. But it wasn't that same Oilas And therefore, this works as well. You don't need the Hefshet in a Tuach. Like a typical Oilas But if it's an Oilas Tum, it doesn't work. Because an Oilas Tum has to be the same and consistent all along. So the Raya, that it's Oilas Riyah, according to Rabbi Shmuel. What about Rabbi Lezer? He was the third name on the list. The list of those who held that the Oila was an Oilas Riyah. Rabbi Lezer, the sign. Oilas Tamid HaSuyah Bar Sinai. Oilas Tamid is the carbon Tamid, which had already been brought by Har Sinai. Says Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer Oimer, Ma'asel and Emre Sinai. Although the Pasuk says, 
wasn't actually brought by Har Sinai. The description of the process involved in Oilastam, the halachas, the instructions were given over by Sinai. Well, you cover, but the actual karma was never brought by Sinai. So what does it have to do with the Pasuk where they brought Oilas? That was Oilas for you. So that confirms the Oilas' sheet. The Rekiva disagrees, the Rekiva Aymer, Karva. That Oila by Sinai was the Oilas Tam, Beshuv Lai Paskam, and no longer ceased. It was an ongoing uh, practice which started by Har Sinai. This was the same Oilas Tam brought every morning throughout all the Durs. Elamani Mekayim, if so, if they brought Karbanis in the Midbar, what does the Pasuk mean? Hazvachim. Hashem asks, uh, did you bring me Karbanis in the Midbar? Which indicates that they were not Makrav Karbanis. They were rejected because of Miraglam, etc. There were no Karbanis. Certainly not Karban Tamid. Right? Did you give me Karbanis on Baram Shana, based on Israel? So how can we say that they had a Karban Tamid? As is the Gemara. It wasn't funded by the communal uh, treasury. Rather, Shiv Levi. Who weren't involved in the Zara, which apparently was the, the reason for Kali Yisrael's being rejected, not the Barak of Zara. So they were the ones that funded, actually says they actually funded the carbon ton. So, bottom line, we concluded one side of the equation. Rabbi Shammai, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shmuel, holding that the Oila by Harsinai was an Oilas, on the other side, we have Beis Hillel, Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Yisiak Levi, who hold the Oila was an Oila's time. Let's go through that list. Beis Hillel, Hodamar, as we have in the Bryce, they brought a Raya, uh, that Chagiga stands higher than Oila's Raya, because Chagiga was Lifnea Dibur. Apparently, they hold the Oila was not the Oila Sriya. Otherwise, and the Oila is also of Nehadiba. So they apparently hold the Oila with Oila's Tamid. So Basilel Hodiyamar, as we said earlier. Rabbi Kiva, Hanami Damran. Rabbi Kiva, we had just a minute ago. That the Oila, Bishas Matantar, was Oila's Tamid. Rabbi Yasek Lili, the Sanya. Rabbi Yasek Lili, Yemesh Sholish, Mitzvah, and Stavi, Yisrova, Yusim, Laregel. When Kleistral comes up with a regular, there are three mitzvahs that apply. Ri'iya, appearing in the Azara, bringing in Oilas Ri'iya. V'chagiga, that's the Shlamim, called Shamei Chagiga. V'simcha. One must supply himself with an adequate supply of meat to celebrate on Yom Tov. Three mitzvahs. And each one has an element not found in the other ones. Yesh b'ri'iya. We have some elements that's found in the, in the Oilas Ri'iya. An advantage that puts them over the other ones. Sheim v'shtei are not found in the other two mitzvahs. Likewise, you find an element present in Chagiga, Sheim v'shtei, not found in the other mitzvahs. We have something in Simcha, Sheim v'shtei, unfound in the other ones as well. Let's go through the list. What advantage does Ria have? Not found in the other ones. Sheim v'shtei, Sharia oila kula gavaya. Ria is a carbon, goes straight to the base, to the Mizbech, completely to Asha. That's unique to Ria. Not found in the other karbanis, which are shlamims, etc., which the Baalim will consume as well. So that sets him apart. We find something in Chagiga, unfound in the other ones. Shama Chagiga, 
were brought before Matan Torah as well, as we said before. The Shlom that were brought, the Bukhiris, they brought the Shlom, the Bukhirim. So, even though it wasn't really a Yamtif, but they're called Chagiga, as Rashi brought. That's a Shlom of celebration. Which now found the other Kabbalists. Was not to be found in format and Torah. It's clear the country that Eila was not Eila Sriya, rather must have been Eila Stam, and this proves our point. Brisa concludes: Yesh be Simcha Mashem We find Simcha has a mala, has an advantage. Shas Simcha Neheges Banoshim Ubanoshim Mashem Bishtein. Simcha is applicable to men and women equally. Rashi over here to the left says: Shas Simcha Neheges Banoshim Tachsiv V'Samach Ta'at Beisecha. It's a comprehensive family celebration. That's unique to Simcha, as opposed to Eilas Ri'ya and Shamech Hagiga. That's only applicable to men. So we've concluded the other side of the equation. Beis Hillel, Rekiva, and Rishag Lili all hold. The Eilah brought by Matan was not Eilas Ri'ya, rather it was a Karbanta. One Kasha remaining. Let's go back to Rabbi Shmuel. Who says that Klolis were given by Sinai Pratim later on? Therefore, we said it can't. It just can't be that it's an Oila. That it's an Oila's Tamid. Because then it's missing many details, which were only conveyed later. How could they have brought an incomplete Oila's Tamid? So apparently, it's not an Oila's Tamid, it's, uh, it's an Oila's Riyah. One second. You can't have an Oila's Tamid without Hefshet Vinituach. It doesn't work. Perhaps it does. Why? What compelled you to establish that Rabbi Shmuel follows Bishami's opinion? That it's an Eilas Ri'ya rather than Eilas Tamid. Typically, we don't. Bishami is not Ali B'Hilchasa. So, why? What compelled you to say Rabbi Shmuel is in line with Bishami? So the thinking was as follows. You can't say that it's an Eilas Tamid. Because if so, you're missing part of the process. Can it be a situation where the same carbon Tamid? It's in its initial stages, meaning in the Midbar. First time around, you don't need Hefshet V'Netuach. And later on you do. Either you do or you don't, right? Later on you have to add that. And that proved our point. Apparently it's not a Tamid, it's an Eilas Riyad. One second. But Rabbi Yisak we find that Rabbi Yisak Lili holds just that. The Amar Oila Shekrivi Sova Midba Oila Stamid Avoy. So going to Rabbi Yisak Lili, it's an Oila Stamid. And me Karalai Boy have Shadvinit Tuach. Oba Saif Boy have Shadvinit Tuach. And still, it's pretty clear from him. It's an Oila Stamid without have Shadvinit Tuach, which came only later. And probably that works. The son, Rabbi Yisak Lili Aimer, he says clearly, "Oila sheikrivu Yisrael b'midbar eino tu nehevshiv netuach." The oil in the midbar, prior to oil moed, came without hevshiv netuach. Why? Lefish ein hevshiv netuach ela ma'il moed ve'elach. Those aspects of the hakrava only come later, so it can work one without the other. So why can't the Rishma be following the same path? Although only Chloe's were given at Sinai and they hadn't yet discovered Hefshev Netuach, that's, that's okay. 
You're right. Sami Mekana Bishmol, delete Rabbi Shmuel from the list. One more question regarding the Pesukim itself. Boy Rav Chisda. Hai Kruhei Chiksif. The Pasuk describing these Karbanas before Matan Torah reads as follows. It says, Vayishnach es Nare Bnei Yisrael. So Mesh Rabbeinu appointed the Nare, the um, youngsters, the, the Bechorim. Right at that point, the Bechorim brought the Karbanas. The Pasuk says, Vayalu Oiles. That's number one. Oiles. Vayizbuchus Vachim Shlamim. Lashem Parim. How do you read the Pasuk? Do you put a comma in the middle, or is it one continuous reading? Stop right there. They brought oilers. What did they use for the oilers? Kvasim. They brought uh, sheep. Although the person doesn't say kvasim, but perhaps that's what it means. When I came to the shlamim, so that's the par. Is that is that a way to read a pasuk? So you put that comma in the middle. Oilois were brought from Kvasim and Param were used for the Shlomim. Oidilma, or you can say Idividi Param Havu. The word Param applies to both. Param applies to Oilois and to Shlomim as well. I might have given us the point of discussing this. It's over. It's a past event. So the there is relevance today as well. Marzutra Amar, the Pisuk Tamim, how to read the, and what tune to read the Pasuk. Do you make the Esnachta, that stop in the Pasuk? After the word oilois, vayalu oilois, and then you pick it up. Is that is that the way to read it? That the oilois um, applied to a different type of animal, and the zvachim they were connected to param. That's one shot. Or or is it one continuous pasuk without that break in the middle? Just read it straight, a straight tune. Vayalu oilois, without stopping. Because the word param applies to both. Rav Achbed Rav Amar, another pshat. Lo Oimer Harei Lai Oil. That's his fellow gets up. He says, I want to bring an oil like they did in the midbar. I like that carp. Ka'oila sheikrivu Yisrael midbar. So what's he going to bring? <laughs> My param havu. He wants to bring that same carp. Does he bring param? Because that's how they did it in the midbar. Or, oikvasim havu. Or, was it uh, was it kvasim? Now, what would be as far as to say kvasim, as opposed to a goat or something else? So perhaps the Gemara means to say that if uh, the um, the oila was an oilas tamid, then it needs to be a keves. Right? The pasuk says you use a keves for the oilas tamid. So that's the shell. I had to learn the pasuk. Do we stop? Oila is stop right there because it was brought kvasim. Or we just read it continuously in one tune because the word param applies to both. And Tesis actually says this can work whether this can work whether it was an oilas tamid or oilas ria. Perhaps uh, they decided to bring a, a par, although after matan Torah it was only a kevis for the oilas tamid. But perhaps before matan Torah things were different, just like we said a minute ago when it comes to the halachas hefshet and the things changed. So perhaps that changed as well. And they used parm, oxen, cows for both carbonos. Take what we'll leave it standing unresolved. Okay, so conclusion we learned about the chinuch of the cotton. Uh, the minimum age there is either according to Beishamai, he must be able to be roichiv al ksefa shalaviv according to Beisilal, actually walk along with his father. We have an exception by Chana with Shmuel, due to the mfankusi seirasa. 
the excessive tenderness and concern that that generated. We concluded according to Abaye, a cotton was not really suitable for Alila Regal. Had he have been a gadol, he would be potter at this point as well. According to Beishamai, oil asriya is more expensive than oil as than the shamei chagig. According to Beisilo, chagig stands higher. We had a whole debate back and forth why you would favor one over the other. That led us to a whole discussion regarding the uh, definition, how to define the oil which was brought before Matan Torah. Was it an oil asriya or a standard carbon tamid? We had several shitas in either direction. We concluded Rav Chizah Shaila regarding how to read. That passage. All the best to you and much